what do I have to find about growing up? You know what I'm saying? Like, feeling better, living better, better location. What he failed to tell you was, when you're on my time, I can reclaim it. I, he left that out, so I'm reclaiming my time. Please, you respond. Are you rooting for tonight? I'm rooting for, um, everybody black. Betting on black tonight. I'm sorry for the realness. Hey everybody, it's Whitney from WhitneyDanielle.com and NetworkInSpill.com. And on this episode, we are doing a hashtag December spotlight. It is the holiday time. I'm ready. I hope you're ready. If you're not ready, this is a good place to be because I have a very special guest with us today. She is the founder of this company and I wanted to highlight her business because I've been following her for a while and I've been seeing the work that she's been putting out there and I've followed their IG lives on Instagram and seeing the kind of work they're doing. And I just feel like this is the best time to have them on the show. Um, this show or is, well, the show is definitely about highlighting and spotlighting different companies and organizations and nonprofits that are doing things in the community, but that's exactly what we're doing today. And the best part about it is that you can go and actually support this business. So a lot of us at this time of year are trying to support, we're trying to give back, we're trying to buy from com- different companies and just spread awareness about what's What else is out there besides some of the main companies that you see on TV that get all the marketing and that have all the spotlight on TV for commercials? But this company is actually all about highlighting people of color in like the product-based businesses. So it's kind of like, I guess, the Black QVC or the Black HSN. And I'm really excited because I actually went to the website a couple days ago just to see what was on there. And there's tons of creators and artists and people making things, all kinds of things. And we'll talk about that here, but um, definitely have your pocketbooks ready. Definitely make sure you're following in all the right places and you're on the list and you're going to the website to buy some gifts. There's still time to get gifts for your loved ones and also to just put these you know, companies in the back of your mind for 2020 as we move forward. So without further ado, today we have Mrs. Viva Hamilton. And Viva is from Charleston, South Carolina, I believe she said she's from the South, which I love. I love having people from all over, but I love having people from the South on the show. And she actually lives in the DC area now. So I believe she's in Maryland, but her business is based in DC, which is really great for me because I'm local and I can actually support them kind of like I've been supporting other folks that have been on the show locally. And she's got a kiddo, which is really exciting. So hopefully we'll be able to record before her baby wakes up. But um, yeah, she's she's been working with this company, and I'll tell you the name in a second, for quite a while. And um, her Instagram is popping. Make sure you have your phones ready for that. She's on Facebook. She's got a different, a bunch of different things going on. So we're going to talk about 2020. We're going to talk about what went well in 2019, what you can expect, where you can buy, how you can support, and really how you can show up for this company. So without further ado, Mrs. Viva, we've got you here from Haveness. Haveness. And that's spelled H-A-V-E-N-O-U-S. And I was pronouncing it wrong for months. So <laughs> we're going to try to get it together today. Um, but it is Haveness. And so the IG is at the Haveness. So let's make sure we have actually, yeah, at the Haveness. And the same for Facebook and all of that. So Miss Viva, how are you? Hey, how are you, Whitney? Thank you. You're welcome. That was, uh, I think that I got was- everything. <laughs> It was, it was, you know what, you, you've done fabulous. Everything that everyone needed to know, with, you laid it out. So thank you for such an extraordinary introduction. 
Absolutely. I'm so excited to talk about this. So, okay. So I mentioned that you're the founder. So let's just kind of start there. So you had the idea. Tell me about just how this even started to begin with. Um, so November of 2018 is really where Haveness um, bloomed and kind of how we became what we are now. And so, you know, before going into Haveness, I had a decor business that I Um, a home decor business that actually ran with my sister for two years. And after that kind of wrapped up, I noticed that there was a gap. There wasn't really a platform for makers and artists and creators, um, you know, a centralized location for them to sell their products. We say like an Etsy meets Wayfair kind of platform. So we really focus at the time on, um, again, home decor is what our focus. And that's where Haven Haveness came, Haven Us. And so we created this marketplace that would be a tech startup that would um, be a place where black and brown founders and makers um, would be able to have their products there, where if you are a person of color or even if you enjoy the um, aesthetics of people of color design, you would have a place to shop, almost like again, like a mall or or a website that was centralized for you to find these amazing products for home decor. Um, Within that year, from 2018 until now, um, it's been such a great journey because we've done so much for makers and we've um, really explored the idea of opening it up to not only home decor, but all people of color, um, artists, creators, brands, and companies. And so that's where we've been pretty much settling on in 2019, um, opening up for everyone who, you know, who's interested to selling their products through a marketplace or if not through a marketplace, through media um, platforms. And so that's what Haveness is. It's really for us to support um, black and brown brands. It's us for, it's created for, you know, us as consumers to be proud of about the, our culture, who we are, our style, um, it's just a place for us to feel like connected. And um, it's been such a great journey. And I'm glad that I'm able to, you know, meet so many diverse people within all over actually the world who, um, who are interested in coming together and creating that, si- that type of like creative community. I, I love art and, you know, I went to school for it and I always just enjoyed it. And for me, I think having that place to, feature different types of artists and, and, and makers and creators. I think that's super, super cool. So how did you get started in the decor industry or in that business yourself? So yes, I actually, um, I was a fashion major and um, from the University of South Carolina, I went up to New York and I worked in the fashion industry a bit, also went into corporate event planning. And I think just working in creative industries, I realized that I really love kind of um, the decor aspect of it, the design. Um, And so while out in maternity leave, I was thinking in my head, like, what can I do that, you know, allow me to express myself and, you know, bring all these talents and ideas that I had. And one thing that kind of stuck with me is that I really loved home decor. I really loved um, interior designing. I really loved um, decorating And so, you know, when I was out on maternity leave is that when I actually collaborated with my sister and we created um, a home decor brand, which 
was basically we sold cups and we sold glasses and, um, you know, different things as far as like mugs and pillows and throw blankets. And they all had um, very inspirational quotes on them that we would create. And it went well. But while being in home decor, I understood selling the products was very difficult, especially for those who are people of color. And I consider myself um, in that kind of bracket of women of color. I didn't see, you know, avenues for us to really elevate ourselves other than doing the standard vendor shows or vendor tables. There wasn't anything outside of that that we would be able to capitalize on. And so that's when, you know, my love for decor and design kind of turned into what it is now for Haveness. So with Etsy and different places, I mean, what you're essentially trying to bring to the table is a little bit more than just having an Etsy. Because Etsy is great because it showcases, or at least it tries to showcase different creators and makers and artists on their site. But it's become such a big hub for people. And I feel like it's definitely really easy to get not found, right? To get kind of... Exactly, yep. Covered. Yeah. That's And you know what? Honestly, when doing research... And even being a creative, it felt like Etsy was very saturated. And, you know, even for myself, when I was looking for products that kind of culturally related to myself, it's like I had to dig through thousands and thousands and thousands of different shops, or it was very hard to kind of like search for them or to go through the hundreds of pages just to get to what I where I wanted to be. There wasn't anything that was like centralized for, let's say if I was looking for, you know, wall art of a black ballerina for my daughter's room or something, where can I find that? Like it was very difficult to find those things. Or even if I did find it, there wasn't a much variety of, um, of that per se. Yeah. And I mean, you really have to be searching for specific stuff. And that's the idea. So if you were looking for something for your daughter and you were just like, you know, girl bedrooms, you're going to get a ton of people and you may not see anything from, like you said, from women of color or that even look different than the typical Caucasian girl room. That's like always kind of the default. Mm -hmm. And that's the problem is you really have to be intentional. And part of the fun of shopping, I mean, I'm not a big shopper in the sense of like, my mom and my sister, they love, they live <laughs> to shop. Yeah. I like more of the art stuff. So this is definitely more my realm. But I think in general, the the fun part of shopping is just coming coming across things, like just scrolling and seeing something being like, ooh. And if you're not coming up and you're not being, you know, highlighted on these sites, then people can't have that sort of experience with you. So being able to go somewhere where everything is sort of in one way or another built by somebody who either looks like you or has some sort of similar experience as you or maybe likes the same stuff as you, because that's the thing too, right? Different people like different things and even different groups of people like different things. So being able to create a space where all of that is happening for the consumer to me makes quite a lot of sense. Yeah. And I think one of the things, I'll tell you a quick story. So um, while I was kind of in the home decor I would um, industry, I would help um, do some interior designing for friends and family here and there. So I would go shopping with them from time to time, you know, pick out like beautiful things, like if they moved into a new home, if they, you know, moved into a new apartment, whatever it is. Like they always kind of leaned on me for that design um, aspect. 
And I remember uh, my sister and I, um, we went with her boyfriend, um, her fiance now, but we went out with him and he had bought a home out in Maryland, his first home. And of course, you know, he, as men, they have an idea, but there are some things that they don't see as far as like the details. But, you know, he's into tech and he's really, um, you know, into just sports or just intellectual things as well. So we went out to one of the large um, home decor places and, you know, they're far in between, like you can't find them everywhere, but we knew that this was a place that would have everything, um, hundreds and hundreds of rows of just decor. And we spent maybe about an hour and a half in that store. And the only thing we left out with was shelving and a couple of pieces of like decor to put on the shelf. There was no, I mean, I'm telling you, when we looked through the wall decor, there was nothing of men of color. There was nothing in reference that would be relatable to, you know, a man of color who is even in technology or a man of color who is looking for things that are modern. Nothing jumped out at him. I mean, I guess we we did could leave with throw pillows and that sort of thing. But I think when you create a home, it should ultimately reflect who you are. It should be an inspiration of yourself. And so like when you're unable to find those things that reflect who you are, it's very difficult to feel as if you're being you're included in the story that you're included in, you know, when they create these, you know, um, when when they create these stores that they are actually buyers are thinking of you. You know, when they have these products that you were in their mind when they created them. And I'm not saying that um, universally we're not all the same. I just, you know, myself and my team, we understand that culturally we are different and it's okay. It's okay for us to, you know, celebrate who we are. It's okay for us to, you know, like things that are a little different. You know, we may have different foods, different music, different ways, like, Your home is still a part of your story, regardless of what it is. And so when you go into these stores, what you're doing is you're looking for things that you can connect with. And if they're not presenting those products that you can connect with and they're not even endorsing those brands that may be even um, inspirational to you, how are you how would you feel as a consumer? You would feel left out. And, and that's the way that we left the store. We were very disappointed. You know, that's one of the reasons why I kind of pushed having heaviness because I was like, enough is enough. You know, we have to be able to um, come together and create what I considered a new Black Wall Street. We have to come together and create that um, community of backing each other and then create not only just the creatives and the consumers, like, making businesses that kind of unify the two, that builds the bridge, that gap in those things that are missing in our economy and creating economic sustainability for all of us. Absolutely. Yeah. And just like, you know, I almost think it's kind of like food. You know, we, yes. we've we got, if you want a good burrito, you're not going to go to an American restaurant. You're going to go to a Spanish or a Mexican restaurant. I mean, that's just, you know, or tacos or whatever, margarita, because, you know, we have always had to create our own spaces. If you want Ethiopian food, if you want a good tapa, you know, you've got to go certain places to find certain things. And I think it's, it's, it's that way for food. I think we know we have to segment food mm-hmm. in that respect, but we don't segment anything else really. I mean, except maybe hair stuff, but that's, that's kind of it. And even then, like, it's really just like, 
white hair places and then like everybody yeah. else. Cause I could walk into a Puerto Rican joint and get my hair done. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're at least going to know what, what, what to do, where to start for the most part. And this is again, no real shade to, you know, some of the other places, but also, yeah, I mean, and, and the whole thing was, it was never, all of this stuff was never really designed for it to be inclusive because that was never the narrative. And so now that we're trying to be more inclusive, we have to shift how we are even creating spaces in the first place. But until that happens, Right. And until more, you know, of the Caucasian folks are more open to including and being intentional about creating that space to your point earlier for other people, we're going to have to make our own stuff and we're going to have to set up shop where we need to set up shop so that we can feel comfortable and we feel good about making purchases for whatever it is, whether it's home, whether it's in our closets, whether it's, you know, for our hair, et cetera. So um, I'm really, really glad that you said that. And I'm really glad that that's the mission that you're pushing because, um, my hope is that it will open up other people's eyes and make it so that when you do walk into World Market or, and I'm just pulling World Market out of the hat, but my sister went there yesterday, but whether, <laughs> regardless of where you're going, you can walk in and see places. And actually, World Market does kind of have quite a bit of diversity in there. If we're going to do, it's called World Market, but mm-hmm. <laughs> they went in there and, you know, but even when you go into World Market, not just having like, you know, ethnic hand baskets or whatnot, but when you go into like, the furniture section, you know, I don't know how many of those furniture makers are from different parts of the U.S. or whatnot. I know they highlight basket weaving and, you know, whatever else. They have got trinkety stuff, but all around in every store, I think we all have some room to grow. So I'm excited about that. And I do want to talk about how you guys are doing this sort of digitally. Mm-hmm. So can you talk about the experience of having you know, the online bit, the Instagram, social media bit, as well as having the website and going live? Yeah. So, um, the way that, so we have Haven Live is when you thinking about where we are now currently, it's, it's probably one of our best like projects or whatever you want to call it platforms right now. Um, Haven Live is a QVC, I say home shopping. So it's a live home shopping network that we've created and we're using um, YouTube and IGTV and Instagram live to be able to now showcase um, black, brown and people of color um, brands on a digital level. So we're actually creating a media platform that we can actually sell these products kind of in a see now, buy now um, way. And that is how we're moving. If you think about the way that retail is happening, people are not shopping in stores anymore. You know, now that it's the holidays, yes, the malls are going to be a little bit more crowded. But honestly, out of out of this, the sense of the rest of the nine months, let's just say, or the rest of the 10 months of the year, most people are doing online shopping. And, um, you know, not only is it just online shopping, but what we're moving in, if you look at the trends, most people are now on social media the majority of the time. And so now we're doing what it's called social shopping. And that's what we're jumping on. That's what Haven-ness um, has started, which is Haven Live. And it's Haven Live TV. And it's a network for us to not only showcase our brands and our products, but also show our lifestyles, you know, Things that we may talk about in the kitchen, you know, things that we may talk about with girl talk or maybe with family reunions, whatever it is. Like you kind of see that inside voice that's relatable and you see those who are reflective um, 
who are, I guess, just like you. You know, you can see someone on television, um, right, not, right now not television per se, but on YouTube. That's definitely one of our goals to create a digital um, TV channel. But for now, we are broadcasting off of YouTube Live and we are happy that we're able to bring in technology and bringing a team of um, five to six who really broadcast in a way where we have a guest and from onboarding them all the way into on set, we work with them to make sure that every detail of their product, we do a home, um, we did a cooking demo that was last week. We actually did um, our holiday episode where we had fashion, we had jewelry, we had um, a luxury scent company that was there. We also do um, home products as far as like liquid detergents to um, cleaning supplies. We had Pure Home who was there, as well as working with another um, body and skin company, Zen in a Jar. So we have these brands are already pretty much known in their industry, in their realm. But what we're doing is we're bringing that aspect of you're not alone, but you can build an entity of a media um, platform together and we can showcase this internationally, you know, and bring you to a point where you don't have to just rely on your own Instagram page. But now we can bring you where every week or sorry, every month we can actually bring a team together and have people purchase your product by either texting or even um, while we're going live, we have clickable links for people to go straight to checkout. So it's it's been really amazing. I'm excited for 2020 and its growth and um, bringing so many other brands from a Black-owned um, coffee company to also a tea company to a woman who creates like um, beautiful planners. So we have so many things that's happening in the coming year, in the coming um, weeks that we're kind of excited to bring our new technology into that. Yes. And that's yeah. why I was excited for you guys to be on the show now. I was uh-huh. like pushing it. I was sliding into your DMs. Guys, just for some context here, I literally found them. I don't know how. Literally, it's been, I, I want to say at least eight months to a year I've been following this IG page. And I I hit them up originally and I was like, wow, this is really cool. And it may have been when I was trying to be intentional about finding local folks. I wanted to be really in tune and I always want to be really in tune to where I'm living and what's going on. So I don't miss out because I've got like severe FOMO issues and I don't, I don't want to miss out. I don't want someone to be like, Hey, did you hear about that thing? And it's like, you know, two blocks from my house and I have no idea. You know, I don't want to be clueless when I really do try to be intentional about cluing myself in. So I found them and I was following them and I joined some other broadcasts. I I remember you guys did one a while back. I don't remember when, but it was really cool because you were in like, you had literally spent so much time and you could tell you had spent time doing this, but you had decorated like a whole area and you were literally doing just like what QVC does. And there was one artist in like the kitchen talking about her gorgeous plate set. And then you Mm -hmm. had like, you would go over and there was a table with the plates set up and then you would go over to this other place and it was so cool and it was a lot of fun to watch. And, you know, again, my, my mom, my sister, they love 
QVC and they're they've got their phones in their hands. Oh. They always know <laughs> what the TSV is. Like they they're 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 there. But for me, I enjoyed watching her talk about her products and how she designed some of the different colors they come in. And it was great because I even asked a question at one point and you guys responded. So I really enjoy the work that you guys are doing and how intentional you have been. And I think to your point earlier, it's it's really cool to see what these different companies are because once you know about company A, right? And you know what they do and you know what they're known for. You can, for whatever reason, when you start following them, the way that the algorithms now work is you start seeing more of that. So now I get to see more, but you, you're you essentially setting that up for your viewers and your shoppers to see, hey, this is a black-owned tea company or a black-owned coffee company. And now, you know, there's others and you just start to look into it. And I just think that's really cool because it ends up spreading your awareness from it just being one company, right? I think before... There was um, when, you know, the soaps, I love soaps and candles, Mm -hmm. and a lot of companies started coming out with them, and you would see lots of black women making their own soap and candles. And now I know like seven, you know, companies that are black owned that make soaps and candles, and that's who I buy my soaps and candles from um, almost exclusively. So for me, you know, the ball is literally rolling, and we're snowballing and snowballing, and eventually we'll be as big, and we'll have as much, you know, the women, they talk about having spending power. I mean, women have tons of spending power, literally spending power, and so do black women, and the the numbers are there. We have money. You know, we're educated, and we are currently always educating ourselves to find what's going on in these industries. So I think the online stuff, the live stuff, I think it's great. Yeah, it's, you know, it's incredible um, as you talked about it. Like, yes. So like women do have um, a large spending power. Like we definitely know, especially in for women of color, one of the things that they also mention is like women of color into like hair care. But one of the things that they did you know currently mentioning is that women of color also are into technology and that's one of the things that's growing um especially even people of color like now we're willing to invest the money that we make into technology like we want things to be very functional very convenient you know we want to be on that um that curve of the new of the new you know what's happening and so this is a great way I feel that we can even expand it to a point where similar to, you know, a home shop, other home shopping networks, we can bring in technology. If there is an inventor, you know, who is a person of color who has something that they've created, an actual product, why not bring it to Haven Live so that we can, you know, explore the idea of the audience, you know, engaging in it or being on the curve of, of what's new, no longer do we have to wait for um, Silicon Valley to approve us. No longer do we have to wait for, you know, um, basically for funding to come to us or to go to all these pitch competitions to do so. We All we have to do um, as a people is just create these um, opportunities for ourselves. Um, and I believe with Haven Live, when it comes to, you know, I, I envision it to be kind of a um, Amazon for, you know, home shopping, like on, on a level where we are not only um, with or only targeting people of color, but at the same time opening up where we're just opening opportunities for those who are black, brown, you know, um, Indian, who are Spanish, everyone, all of us who do not um, get these same opportunities 
who are bootstrapping ourselves, who are, um, you know, who didn't come from our parents giving us, you know, $500,000 and saying, hey, start a company. We are, you know, giving, um, creating a platform that we know that for those who are month to month really working their business out, who are investing their own personal, you know, income into what they're doing, we are giving them reach. We are um, making sure that they kind of center and target their audience. We are making sure that we create quality media for them, not kind of, you know, well, I'm not saying mom and pop, but we want to make sure that when they come to us, that they know that they're getting quality media. They know that our hosts care about their products. They know that our team, you know, are ready to tell their stories. Um, If they're actually a guest on the show, we want them to feel comfortable to kind of have that, like, like we said, that dining room table talk. Um, We want to be able to then, as the viewers, engage into what's happening and be proud to say like, hey, you know, they've created something that I love. I want to either purchase that or maybe I'm inspired to do something similar. You know, it's just really that kind of domino effect. And my heart and the reason why I started this is because I really, really believe that education is important, but I also believe that economic sustainability is just as important. And if we do not create sustainable, um, you know, ways for us to just finance our business or economically like change the systems that we are so that we can pour back into our communities, then, you know, we're always going to be behind. And so this is just another avenue, like so many others who are helping makers and founders and creators by maybe doing events and that type of thing who are helping them. We're just using media and technology to do so. Um, And we have been able to, I think, produce about six episodes up until this time. Next week will be seven. But um, from the time that we started on July 13th until now, it's just grown. You know, people, and I'm, I'm not saying grown just because people are picking up on it. I'm saying grown to a point where we're getting DMs, we're getting emails, we're getting comments and feedback and saying, I love what you guys are doing. I love that you um, are hearing what we're, you know, what we want. I love that you are supporting these brands that we love. You know, it's so amazing how even in the D.C. area, how we've had one brand or one um, seller come on and that seller knows someone else that we know, and then they know someone, you know, it's just kind of a a web of us working together. And it becomes such a small world where we're putting each other on and that's how it should be. And that's what, you know, unity and community is. And that's what we need, you know, as far as Haven is and with Haven Live, we're just a part of that conversation. We're just a part of everything that is going on. And um, we just really want to tell stories and we want to make sure that, um, all of our lifestyles are kind of reflected in that way through media. Yeah, absolutely. And the unity and bringing, you know, someone else up, that's what it's all about. I mean, yeah. I talk about networking quite a bit on the show and how people can do that. Cause I think sometimes people are like, well, I don't know. I mean, and it's, it can be difficult. It can be daunting. And sometimes, you know, you want to bring someone up and maybe they're not ready to be in that predicament or in that place just yet, or to make that move. But I think, 
keeping the doors of communication open for networking and to be able to support other people, it's about really being intentional. Just like you guys are intentional about how you set up shop, literally and figuratively, and the people that you bring on and the brands that you're essentially representing and helping to, to spotlight them. I think we as consumers and as people have to be intentional as well, just about, you know, every every part of that the people that we're investing our dollars into i mean we see that online all the time every time somebody does something inappropriate or is pushing something or has a marketing campaign that kind of goes south you know we question where we're putting our money and how intentional we really are about making some of these purchases that we make every day mm-hmm. so by being it's not to say that you know if you buy only from people of color that you're going to be good but i can guarantee you that if you're going to buy from people of color, some of the same things that you've been experiencing, you may not experience. Now, I know I've talked about this on the show before with, um, I had Khadija from Nile on Mm -hmm. and she's based in DC and, you know, she was like, you know, having a similar kind of thing where she was doing her thing in life and moving around and she was like, wait a minute, why, why why are we only buying, you know, and then the, well, I know a black person or I know a person of color who makes this or in, and who, who, who can I ask about finding someone of color who does this? So she was really intentional about purposefully going out and finding these people. And she's created this directory, but this is almost like a sidestep of that. These, these are very co-related pieces to the puzzle. And that's why I'm glad I had you both on the show because she's creating a directory where you can go to their websites, but you're creating that online experience where you can see mm-hmm. and not necessarily touch because that's, we haven't gotten that, that far in technology yet, <laughs> but you can, you can well, still well, Hopefully see. we'll have, you know, we'll have that, that IA, which I would love to have that, you know, IA artificial um, yeah. intelligence come in at a point. I mean, that'd be really cool. Mm-hmm. But until then, we can at least still <laughs> see, right? You can still, you, when you're watching David on QVC, you can't smell the food. He, exactly. He's not going to give you a bite. He's so friendly and he might, but he, he does only so much. But now with technology, we can at least push the envelope and start to see and to showcase. So this is, and it does take a lot of work to do this. So I do want to just, you know, give you guys props on that because there's a ton of work that goes into putting this kind of stuff together, getting the right people, getting people to show up, getting people to showcase, getting people to buy, getting people to click. I mean, it's not easy to do this. And that's why I'm also glad that you mentioned, you know, that you guys are just showing up and doing it anyway, regardless of what's happening in Silicon Valley, regardless of angel investors or people who are out here trying to get you to do A, B, and C the way it's always been done in order to give you funding. You guys are just like, okay, we're going to figure it out. And then as we go, eventually you guys are going to have, you know, all the, the data and the receipts, literally and figuratively, to bring to someone and say, hey, and you won't even probably at that point have to bring them, they'll come to you. Mm-hmm. And that's, again, with the networking piece, because somebody watching somewhere may be the person that can help get whatever it is that you, that you need next in your journey. So that's where... For 2020, I'm super excited because you really never know who's watching and you yeah. never know who's listening and you never know who's buying. So, yes, I did want to just put in there that you do have a list for 2020 of vendors, right? That you're, it's like a, is it a wait list or is it an application? Um, so right now we're going, um, it's in, okay, so we are doing a wait list because the way that it is and the way that we set up Haven Live, um, is month to month, we we film two shows. And um, for the last um, five months, we've pretty much been in a trial and error stage. And so we found our rhythm now where we do want to produce 
two live shows. And so within those two live shows, we want them to be very reflective of the season or maybe a, a topic for that particular month. So with the waitlist per se, we do what we've incorporated to make it very, very easy for every single um, brand that's listening today or who want to be a part of Haven Live is that we would jump on a call with you, you know, do an intake kind of interview with you, get to know who you are. You can also interview us as well. And we want to create media packages. So for every media package, everyone's budget is different. Everyone's, um, you know, needs are different. And so what we've done for 2020 and we, we've implemented is that we have the Glow package, the Pro package, as well as the Flourish package. And they're all media packages from the very simple Glow where you bring in your products and our production team our host will showcase the products for you, or you can actually come in and be a co-host and showcase your products with our current host. But we'll sit that, we'll set it up for you and sell it like we do now. Now, the great thing about the other packages that we are implementing is the fact that now we can do things as much as far as rehearsal, um, rehearsal video um, calls with the host, or we can also give you digital packages for you to prep yourself for the show. We can also um, make sure that all of the on-air production is created the way that you want to. So it's more personalized with everything that we do. We felt that it was easy because one of the things that we want it to be for every seller, every vendor, is that when you go in, you kind of know what you're getting. You know what we're doing. We're passionate about what we're doing, but we want to make sure that you hit your marketing goals um, we want to make sure that you um, set yourself up where even if you go on vacation for a month, that you know that we're marketing for you. We're doing um, social media content for you. We're actually, um, if you follow us on Havenish, you see that we post all the way up until the time that you're live. We want to make sure that, you know, all those who are following us are engaged in watching your live show. And all of that takes a lot of time and a lot of effort but we know that we can produce the show that every single um, vendor wants based on, you know, what they pretty much want for their 2020 and their marketing goals. Love that. Yeah. yeah. And I like the different packages, too. Yeah. So um, not to, you know, sound salesy, but I, you know, myself being the type of person where I want to know things up front, like I want to know what I'm getting I don't want to be, you know, finding out someone's like penny pinching me here, here and here, you know, especially for someone who is a small business owner, which a lot of us are out there who are bootstrapping our business. Like we want to know what we're what we are paying for. And if we are paying for a marketing ad or if we are paying for some type of marketing media, I want it to be very clear and simple. And so on our website, we pretty much lay that out tell you what you get, you decide what's more comfortable for you, and we will produce it the way that you want it. And um, again, to make things simple and easy, it does take a team to do this. We always love having, if you're in the local area, if you're not, because we even had a guest who came in, he flew in from Dallas, Texas to um, the DC area, and he was on the show. And we were able to do sit down with him and do a Q&A and sell his candles, you know, and he was able to kind of see how we flowed as far as the production. And we look forward to having him again um, for Old Factory Candles for 
for 2020 as well. And so um, it doesn't matter where you are, as long as you can get to us into our studio um, location, then we, you know, love to create that one-on-one with our vendors and our sellers. Yes. And I loved the plug for his can. Is that Old Town Candles? Yeah, it's Old Factory Candles. Old Factory. Yes, yes Old Factory Candles. There's so many. Um, you're, if you talk to me, I'm always going to plug because, honestly, I think that these, um, these brands are incredible. They're incredible. They're skilled at what they do. I just don't think that they get the recognition that they deserve, honestly. Like, um, I, you know, oftentimes, like, not to throw it out there, but I go to Target and I go to, you know, Marshalls and TJ Maxx and I love their home decor section. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I love even the products that they have in there. Like, I love even the cleaning products. But I, especially what I love even more is when I discover a cleaning product brand or discover a candle company brand that I know um, they they took their time to create. Like they took, um, you know, they put in the work to make this specifically for their consumers. And I love that either, if not handmade, manufactured type of feeling, but I definitely love the stories behind each of them. And you know, like when you, they're reached, like you can reach out and talk to them. Like it's not like, when you go to Target, yeah, you can get on their email, consumer and, you know, customer service, get on their line and ask them questions. But with the brands that we're providing, the brands that we're working with, like these, these are individuals that are like you and I, like they are doing it off of passion. They love what they do. They get excited about what they do. And so when you can take them away from just social media and put them um you know, in a context of video to see how that kind of lightens up and how they are just excited about it. You as a viewer and a consumer, it's like infectious. Like you, they, it's like you want to buy and you see them, you're like, oh, they're so excited about their products. Like I got to have this too. And, you know, and then it'll become like one of your favorite things, you know, that you love or even when people visit you and, you know, it's, it's something that you're using in your home that you may have bought off of Haven Live. Um, you can share that experience with someone else and say like, hey, this is a brand that I love. Um, you know, I found it on Haven Live and that kind of in return helps all of us, you know? Absolutely. And I love that you said I'm always plugging businesses and I think, I, <laughs> I think we all should. I think we should. That's something in 2020 I hope I see more of is people plugging and promoting people that they know and, and, and being intentional about putting that in the conversation. So um, that to me, it's, it's part of that sort of sales that you were talking about earlier, where we're buying things online and it's very interactional and conversational. And we're just kind of just talking about it. And because it's all over social media, you know, when you're scrolling now, even on IG, like you can, a, a post will come up and you'll see this lady in a dress and you could actually click on the dress and then go see and then go buy it if you like yes. it that much, which was such a cool feature for Instagram. In my opinion, I know some people are like, oh, it's super, you know, markety and this and this, but I mean, come on, how many times have you seen someone you like that you follow post something and you're like, girl, where'd you get that lipstick? Yeah. Or where'd you, you know what I mean? And yes. 
they've made it easier for you to now do that. Now there's no, you know, 1700 comments asking the same damn question because that seems like <laughs> super annoying. You know, where'd you get the lipstick? And then they'll have to say it like 1600 times. Mm-hmm. And so now you can just click on it. And yeah, you know, they may be getting a portion of the sales. Yeah, you know, someone's going to be making money off of this. But who cares? It's a lipstick. You know, it's a dress and you want it in any way. You're probably going to buy it anyway. And even if you weren't, you're welcome because now you're going to have this amazing lipstick in your house. So I think the way that we're, things are shifting with the way that we look at buying and marketing and stuff like that. I personally like scrolling on my feed and seeing things that have been handpicked by some kind of weird algorithm for me to see. Now when I see ads, it's not going to be some weird plumber, you know, from down the street who I don't need, who I don't care about, unless I started searching for plumbing stuff. It's only going to be stuff that is related to Whitney and Whitney's likes and what I've clicked on and stuff like that. So I love that. And I love being able to promote businesses that I also enjoy to your point. And it is fun to see a story and to hear it. I like that stuff. And I feel like a lot of us do. If if not, then a lot of us like the fact that we can be proud of who we're buying from and it doesn't feel so um, zoomed out, like in a bad way. Like you don't know where this stuff is coming from. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of times, I think people started getting real tired of that. Like we don't know where this coffee is really sourced from or what the conditions are there, but it's really good. Like that, that is over. People want to know who's, who's picking and who's doing and who's crafting and who's making and who's sewing. People want to know. And now, you know, with this, we get a chance to do that. So I'm excited. I absolutely recommend if anybody is local to the DC area, if anybody is kind of near, maybe even on the East Coast, and you're interested, I'm absolutely certain we could figure something out. Um, and by we, I mean like collectively yes. here to, <laughs> to coordinate something Definitely. where you can get involved. I mean, it really is just about wanting it and saying and being open to doing it. Dallas isn't a far, a far flight. I mean, I used to do it all the time. So um, I do want to talk about just some of the goals for 2020. I know you mentioned expanding the videos and stuff like that, expanding the way that you get people on or vendors and, and creators onto the different streams and stuff like that. Is there anything else for 2020 that people should be aware of or people might be interested in? Um, For 2020, the way I know um, what we've been really working on is finding more brands that we know that are ready. You know, brands that we know who um, want to really expand themselves in a way where they may be going from event to event to vendor table to vendor table that they want to take it to the next level. So our main focus is really in that. Um, as far as on the viewer end, you know, we're, we're a YouTube channel. So we're a YouTube channel. So we're always open to, um, you know, increasing that um, YouTube following, that YouTube subscribers. Um, I think one of the, the great things that we've kind of implemented is the fact that we're looking at a way where we can go live on Instagram as well as go live on YouTube at the same time. That's one thing that we want to implement because we understand that oftentimes people, you know, on Instagram, they're they're on there all day. So how can we capture that audience? I love how you kind of pointed out about, you know, having that shoppable, the links that are there because it makes it easy for us and what we're doing. The more and more, um, I, we can't really tell you on the technology as we're expanding because what we're doing is we're kind of learning um, about the platforms that we're using, which is mainly YouTube and Instagram. 
We're hoping then to also expand into Pinterest. But for us, um, the media platforms that we're using are growing and making it easy for us to actually get the products into our viewers' hands. And so whatever technology, I believe um, currently Instagram is running it where you can um, now go from, I know they've been working with larger brands, but what they are going to be launching is that if you are watching um, one of our Instagram stories or even Instagram Live, what you can do is during that time, you can click a link that allow you to actually check out in Instagram. Like you don't have to go from Instagram to our checkout, but you can actually check out and have your credit card information within Instagram. And we're excited for that launch. Um, We're hoping that that will happen this year because that will, again, help us so much to be able to then go from that, um, what we call a see now, buy now type of um, platform. So we're very much into that. Um, One of the great things I think that I'm looking forward to is perhaps at the end of next year, thinking about a digital um, television channel, um, also creating an app so that you can, instead of just, if you missed our shows, like, hey, I know it comes on Tuesday, every other Tuesday, or if we do a recap show, but then you may say, hey, I have the app on my phone, I can click on that, or you know, maybe it's, a, again, the digital TV that we would love. You can also create an app like how you have your smart TV, possibly creating a app for your smart TV for you, again, to be able to catch us. So those are great things that um, as far as technology, I love, I'm like technology obsessed almost, especially when it comes to apps. Like I get really excited about that because I just think that it just makes for myself who is not, um, I'm not a tech background. Like I didn't go to school for engineering I didn't go to school for any type of like um, computer design, but it had technology recently has allowed me to one, create my own website, you know, learning coding and HTML. Um, it has also allowed me to create a media production. It has also allowed me to, um, you know, build like even my own content which many of us use on Canva, like technology has allowed us to do so much that there's really no excuse for not having great content, you know, or not doing something great just because you may have not studied it. You can still go on YouTube. You can still find, you know, the same, um, like we're on now. It's a new podcasting platform. Like you're learning how to grow this. You're learning how to grow your business by using new technology. And so it's exciting for us as time progresses. Um, I Again, I think one of the things that we're going to focus I think within 2020 is, of course, working with new brands, but also implementing um, new ways for viewers to be able to shop those products. How can we make it more of a smoother transaction? If that's going to be using shoppable links through Instagram or perhaps, you know, us working with someone who can help us create an app to make it better for everyone, um, for you all to really buy, um, you know, see now, buy now, having that kind of social shopping experience. We're dishing out the products for you, but if it's difficult to purchase those products or if you've missed the show and, you know, you have all these questions, 
let's let's use technology in a way where it's just like you never feel like you're missing out. That whole FOMO thing, you know, if I'm, you're not the only one who has that. And so Whitney, it's kind of like, you know, like you said, you're on the go all the time. We're always on the go. We're always doing something. We may not be able to check in at the time that we're live, but wouldn't it be incredible if I'm like, okay, I can watch that show again. Let me just open the app on my phone. Oh, I like that. Let me just scroll down and here's, you know, here's the, 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 the dress that I loved. Oh, that's so incredible. I see the model wearing this. Let me click on that and go to checkout, you know, use my Apple Pay, use my PayPal, whatever it is. We're excited about um, really within the next two years from 2020 to 21, laying those things out for everyone. So that's, you know, that's one of the things that I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I think it's going to be awesome. And I love that, you know, when you are scrolling, you can learn how to, I don't know, it just changes the way that we use social media, right? Mm -hmm. And and the lives changed it because the lives, when you would see someone going live on Facebook or on Instagram or on YouTube or on Twitter, you know, you stop, you stop scrolling. Whereas we've been kind of taught and trained to just scroll, 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 scroll. Yeah. And also then just like, 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 and then it became, okay, well, let's slow down. Let's comment, you know, let's engage a little bit. Um, and then it became, okay, well, wait, there's a live. What's going on? Oh, wait, there's somebody else. on. There's two people on this live. And it's it's changed the way that we use the tool. And the way that we use these social media platforms are always going to change. And the way that we're um, interacting on there is always also going to change. So I love that. I love that you guys are focused on on social media, focused on the different technologies, and focused on making it a better experience for us all. I think that is phenomenal. I'm looking forward to 2020 and the channel and how things change and the different things that you guys implement. Um, I think it's exciting. And yeah, we're using a, a shout out to Squadcast. I'm using yes. a new <laughs> podcasting recording tool. I've never used this before. It was a big risk to kind of risk it for this you know, interview. I've never used it, but there's only one way to learn, I guess. And we did it. So, I mean, it's, it's been working. It was difficult at first, right? There's always that learning curve. And there's some things that you just, the experience, and I know you know this for sure, the experience of, of learning something, you sometimes have to get when it's live. When you're doing it for the first time and you're like, okay, we're green, we're recording, or we're red, we're recording. That's when you learn a lot of those lessons, you can kind of prep and read and learn as much as you can, you know, but at some point you have to hit go, you have to hit submit, you have to hit go live, you have to hit post and kind of take that jump. So I'm hoping that, you know, if you're a creator, if you're an artist, if you're somebody on the, on the podcast here, listening to the podcast, you get inspired to actually make that next move to stop like thinking about it and start being about it in 2020, reaching out to people. Maybe you're not ready to be on haven.live. TV. Maybe you're not ready yet, but what can you do? What can you learn so that you can get there for the next quarter or the next year or the next opportunity? I think being more intentional about that. I, I've said intentional probably like 17 times in this episode, but <laughs> so, it's that time of year yes. where we get to say what we're going to focus on. We get to think about what we want to be focused on in the new year and in the new quarter. And so I, I really do. I hope that people listening will take this as a as a kick, as a push to kind of say, okay, well, what can I do? What can I put out there into the world in this new year and this new opportunity? I mean, you don't have to wait until January 1. You could do this shit now. You don't have to wait. But I really do hope that people are inspired by your story, Viva, and also by the vendors and the people that you're working with on your show. Because all of them, all of us, have taken multiple risks to do what we're doing and to showcase what we love and what we're passionate about. So that's what it's all about. It's not always about the followers, about the downloads, the listens, the subscribers, the 
buyers, the clicks, that it's not always about that. I think being able to follow your dreams and go into a certain direction and make change and to see what you want kind of come into fruition and also things you didn't even know you wanted come into fruition is is what's most exciting. Like that that typically holds more weight than all the numbers and analytics and stuff. So hopefully somebody gets something from that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So yeah. that's for 2020. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely, you guys, please stay tuned. All of the links will be in the show notes. So if you want to follow, which I recommend, if you do nothing, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. I will put all these links in the show notes. So the YouTube channel, um, the Haveness IG page, make sure you're following them there. Um, make sure you're just staying aware of what's going on. I signed up for the email list not too long ago. Make sure you get on the email list. If you are a vendor or you know someone who wants to potentially be involved on the show, send them these links. It takes nothing. I watch stories all the time and I'm always adding them to my story to spread the word. Even if I don't live there, I'm always, if you guys notice, I'm always plugging the free black women's library of LA all the time. I'm not in LA. I haven't been in LA in like a year. And I'm always plugging them because I love what they're doing. So if you find a group like that, plug them, put it, all you have to do, it takes two seconds to put it on your story, two seconds. And people are like, why is this, why is Wendy putting this on her story? It'll go from like my car to like a dog to like a funny song. And then boom, I'm promoting somebody's book. I'm like, what? And they'll click on it. And that's the whole point of social media spreading that word. So definitely do that. If you find an artist or a creator that you like from the Havinus's website or from anywhere you see them. Add them, talk to them, say hello, say that you found them from listening to the podcast or from doing something else. It, engage with them. It takes nothing to say, hey, if you liked what Viva had to say, hit her up. Definitely start communicating more. I want to see that more in 2020. That's something that I just, I think is really important, right? To just kind of validate what people are doing and that you see them. Um, I do have one final question for you. For 2019, what would you say is your biggest takeaway or something that you really are going to hold tight as you walk into this new year? Um, For 2019, I think one of the things that I'm going to give you two on a personal level and on a professional level. So on a personal level, um, I'm currently reading this book in, excuse my French, it's called Unfuck Yourself. And that book is really about, I've started the book and the book is about really getting out of your head. You know, oftentimes, um, we kind of create conversations in our head. We create our own storyline in our head about how things are going, even though it may not be true. And so one of the, the, the greatest things that I'm taking away, especially as a founder, is the fact that like everything that I do doesn't have to always um, work the way that I want it to work. And I don't have to create this grand scenario about why it didn't work, you know, or it may have just been a life lesson and, you know, the universe is really out there for me to win. It's not trying to destroy me. Um, it's all about create, creation. And, um, you know, as I go into my professional um, level of what I'm taking away from 2020 is the fact of the matter is you can't do it alone um, you know, life is not meant to be lived alone. So you can't really just go about doing your business alone. And I know it's often when you're very passionate about what you do. And even if, you know, you're not a business owner, but even in in your personal life, if you're very passionate about the way that you live your life, just know that isolation is never going to get you to the next level. And so I've just learned to really depend on other people and to be very open 
about asking for help. Um, I'm taking it to, to I'm taking 2019 lessons um, as I started the year collaborating with um, creating a digital magazine where we talked about health, um, food, home, as well as fashion, you know, starting that off in February to now that we've created another platform for us to come as a community unified. I understand that in 2020, that is going to grow because of the fact that I've opened up my circle. I've been very willing and um, very engaged and intentional to say that I want to create a network. And so, um, you know, those are the things that I feel that just personally that I look back on and I say, you know, in your life, just know that one, you're not alone. You know, you can you can do everything that you want to do, but at the same time, be okay with asking for help. Two, get out of your head. Just get out of your head. You know, everything that you feel that is not going to work in your favor. Sometimes it may even work and you'll be astonished how awesome it worked out in your favor. But you have to be willing to try it. You have to be willing to take the leap of faith. You have to be willing to fail in a way where you've learned from your mistakes and you've grown. We've only been doing Haven Live for five months and we've failed gratefully along the way. But guess what? Our 2019 is not going to look like our 2020 because we were okay with that. And so that's all I leave with um, how I'm leaving 2019. I'm always grateful. I always look at a point where I'm grateful and I'm thankful um, to see a full year. So, Yeah, that too. Absolutely. Yeah, I've seen the book, Unfuck Yourself. I've seen it. I don't think I've read it. I thought I read the other one. Um, It may have been by the same guy. If I remember, yeah, he has another book. But this is the first one I've, I've started reading. Okay, okay, yeah, it's a good, definitely, definitely some good books out there. I'll link that book in the show notes for all you guys who are interested. I think it's a great book. I've definitely seen it, um, and yeah, I think I think everything that you said is fantastic. I think hopefully somebody will hear something there and it will spark them to make a change or a shift for the next thing that they do right and and move forward differently um and we just need those reminders you know mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff we know and we have known for a long time but we weren't connected to it or we weren't resonating with it or it didn't really make sense to us at that time and so it's always great to hear these sort of affirmations and reminders that you know we're not alone that it we can reach for and ask for help and that we can do this and that we can do that and that we should stay steadfast on our journeys we hear this stuff we see it on people's ig feeds you know and but how often are we really sitting with it and taking that seriously and actually making a change um, in our behavior and our thoughts, et cetera. So thank you for sharing that. Um, I think that's important. So, all right. Well, is there anything else that you wanted to say that you didn't get to say? Um, no, I think, you know, I always, if you are in technology, um, the way that I kind of started Haven Live is because I worked with a group called Black and Brown Founders. Um, they are for those who have businesses, especially those who have tech startup companies. Um, if you are out there and you are looking for mentors and you're looking for people to really help you um, get to the next level, Black and Brown Founders is incredible. Follow them, um, BBF, BB Founders on Instagram. Um, they've gotten me to this point. And I am thankful to um, Francesca and Ania and all the work that they've been doing for founders. Yeah, shout out to them. And we'll put that in the show notes as well, that foundation or that group. Um, I think it's important to remember and to reflect on that. So yeah, 
That's amazing. I'm, I'm really pumped. I really am. And you know, the technology is one thing, but I think I just am inspired so much. I'm inspired by technology and what's to come, you know, and what is possible and the things that we haven't even seen yet, because, you know, you don't know you need stuff until sometimes it happens. Kind of like that whole, when someone posts something on Instagram and you can click on it and buy it. Nobody was really thinking about that like four or five months ago. And now it's a thing and we're totally used to it. And it's going to be something we see more and more. But I'm really excited and, and inspired by these artists and these folks that are creating things and then are brave enough to put them on the internet and to share with people. It's a really, really big deal. And I just, I'm excited to see different types of companies, different types of people, different stories. That's what keeps me coming back. And I know we all have our own reasons for shopping and for looking for black and brown people to make stuff. And, you know, you never know what you're in the mood for. If you're remodeling or if you're just decorating or if you're replacing something because you broke it or you're buying someone a gift, you know, we are shopping for different reasons. And I just love that we can kind of create a narrative and a story as to why we're doing stuff now. I think that's really cool. So um, you guys are doing phenomenal work. And I'm so glad that I was able to get you on the show before the holidays <laughs> <Thank> ended. <laughs> I really, really wanted to make sure we had this episode in time for people to go to the website and buy stuff. I went to the website, guys. I went to it like four or five days ago. And I found so many things. And it wasn't just, you know, home items or stuff like that. These are great things to give people. And then two, now I'm thinking about, well, my next place that I get, these are things that I can, I can go to this website and find stuff for my new apartment or my new townhome or whatever I buy. I don't know what I'm going to buy yet, but now I have all these things. I have all these things that I can like put in the back of my head so I can create like a list, I can write it down and I can even talk to them. Maybe they would let you know, sometimes people will curate stuff for you. Um, I think that's so fun. So definitely check out the website and buy some stuff. There were some deals. I saw some stuff. It was like BOGO. You could buy one, get one. Um, and the prices weren't astronomical. So it's definitely worth a, worth a, worth a gander. Yes, so. and they have, so another plug, um, the website actually is selling um, from Yum! The Brownie Bar. I think for the holidays, it's amazing. She has an amazing um, pound cake on there that she is shipping across the United States. She has brownie boxes that she's shipping across the United States. So if you're going to all these holiday functions, um, one thing that you want to do is check out um, Yum! The Brownie Bar, which is on HavenLiveTV.com. You can jump on there and make sure that you have something in your hand when you go to your next, like, friends event. Yep. I normally bring yeah. wine, but food, <laughs> food definitely speaks to more people. I know. The brownies are so good. I was just like, I need to make sure. Because I know the holidays is full of that. So I'm like, bring mm. something good. Don't show up, you know, with some yeah. nasty Dunkin' Donuts or something. Just yeah. bring something with some, like, really great donuts and um, brownies, per se. I mean, and come on. Who doesn't, like brownies and pound cake and exactly that's the thing. just like with alcohol you're going to get people who don't drink just like you know you'll bring brownies or pound cake and and there will be people who are gluten-free or sugar-free exactly right? yes. so you're not going to please everybody so get something that's going to be good that mm-hmm. you're going to enjoy and then also you know if you can help support a business a local yes. business or a black and brown owned business why not exactly so okay. well thank you Yes, thank you. All right, so all the links will be in the show notes, guys. Make sure you're at least following the YouTube and the IG page. If you are a Facebook person, there's a Facebook link. It, what is your uh, Facebook URL? Is it just Havenist? Um, it is Havenist Home. Yeah, Havenist Home. Havenist okay. Mm-hmm. Now we have some Facebook folks on here. Um, just make sure you're plugged in and make sure you're tuning in and make sure you're subscribing. Yes. So that is the ask. 
And then, you know, from there, do what you want, you know, buy some stuff. You know, maybe you can go on and sell some stuff. Maybe you can just share it with your friends. That's free. So all of these things are important to do. I appreciate you guys listening this far into the episode. Please make sure that you share this episode out, whether you're in the D.C. area or not. Um, Make sure you are sharing this, just this show in general out to your friends, different episodes. Maybe you have a friend that's a creator and has been thinking about selling their stuff online or is tired with Etsy or, you know, wherever they're selling now, eBay. Definitely send this out to them. Make sure you're tuning in. Each week I have new episodes. I will not be doing an episode for Christmas, but I will have my anticipated, it's a very, very fun episode of the 2019 Self-Reflection Conversation. I will be having that episode um, next week, so make sure you're tuning in for that. I did it last year, and that actual that document, the actual guide that I created on Pinterest, um, I put it on Pinterest, and it went like viral for months. So this is a guide you do not want to miss. Make sure you're at least following me on Pinterest, and make sure you are also following me on social media because I will be talking about it. Those are all the notes I have for now. Definitely have a phenomenal holiday season, all the holiday events that you're going to, the things that are happening. I look forward to being here with you guys the next episode and beyond make sure you're following us on instagram at network and spill and also at whitney danielle coaching all right that is it for now mrs viva hamilton thank you so much for being with us thank you thank you guys happy holidays yes happy holidays to you and uh yeah we'll see you next time cheers cheers